Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Ferguson Show. Tonight, I'm just going to be going over a quick thing regarding XRP and the future of finance as we know it, aka moving towards central bank digital currencies, and just kind of uh, looking at the market as a whole. So if this interests you, definitely stay around to the end of this podcast because I'm going to try to give some reasonable and optimal information more so opinionated but um yeah if this interests you stick around as always you can follow me on my social media i'll drop that in the show notes below uh and if you want to donate to this channel you may do so i'll leave the listener support link in the description aka show notes below and without further ado let's get into this so where do i think that everything is kind of leading to and going well first off not financial advice. Don't listen to anything on this podcast that I tell you. It's all speculative and opinionated, and I am not an advisor. (laughs) Now that we got that disclaimer out of the way, I believe that we are going to go through a transitionary period here in the United States, and I believe all the other countries will follow there after us. Uh, And that is going to be the migration to central bank digital currencies. Now, this has been kind of a hot topic within the past several years, because most, uh, you know, institutions and um, main people in power have not really said any of this uh, out loud until more so recently, when we've been seeing the um, moves, like with the World Economic Forum going to Davos, their whole thing that they had back in May, or late April, early May, uh, for the few weeks that they had the the sessions that they would have with all these globalist elites. Um, so I personally think that that World Economic Forum structure is going to infiltrate most governments. Most governments will adopt these systems of, of you know, implementation at a later date. Uh, we also had Jerome Powell come out with the uh, interest rate hike this week uh, that went up 0.25 basis points with an overall basis point of 0.75%, so almost leading towards 1% that we haven't seen since 1994. He actually mentioned that the Fed and the government is going to try to uh, lean towards uh, producing a, a central bank digital currency at a later date. That is definitely coming, ladies and gentlemen. That is something that we cannot shake off. There is central authorities that will be playing into effect later on uh, in the crypto space. I don't know how far they will get, um, I still think we're going to have a, uh, a level of decentralization within the space, as it always should. Um, but I do believe that there is going to be some centralized uh, authorities now coming on the scene trying to regulate and control things the way that they want to control it. But I don't think it's going to be as bad as what people think, because usually in life, the things that we always think are the worst are sometimes not as bad as what we originally thought were bad. So I don't think it's going to be as bad as what people think. If anything, I think it's going to be just something that we use in our everyday lives that we wouldn't really ordinarily think anything of it. Um, There's different different people out there with different opinions and perspectives on if this is like a one world order type of system or something to that nature. I cannot confirm or deny that yet because again, we are not in this system. I can only you know, report on things as I, as I see them. And I I haven't seen any type of signs or symptoms of some type of one world order control um, of things. If anything, we can argue that the 
dollar as we know it right now is a new world order of control as it pegs off of or other currencies peg off our dollar um, for the valuation on their currency, whether it be in Venezuela, China, um, Iran, uh, Russia, you name it. All of their currencies generally peg towards our dollar because we have the best uh, valuation on that dollar. What I think, though, is going to happen is exactly that. I think that we will get a central bank digital currency. I think what will happen beforehand is simply this. Again, my opinion is that we will have a major collapse happen within probably the time frame of now all the way into the end of 2023 going into 2024 when we have uh, hopefully a new president and not Biden. <laughs> but I believe we're going to have a destabilization of our dollar. Um, I believe that uh, like massive amounts of people are going to get further liquidated even more than what we see now um, with uh, different prices fluctuating in the market. As we know, this has been the most volatile market that we've seen within the past few years. And this bear market, I think, will last probably at least two to three years, maybe less time, maybe a year, a year at the least, two to three years at the most. Um, or it could last even longer. Who knows? But my opinion is it'll probably last no more than three years and the least being one year. Um, I think that through that type of bear market that we're going to have, we're going to see hyperinflation actually go up even further because now um, we are uh, adding that interest rate effect, which the Fed had to, in a way, do based on how much money they inflated in our, in our economy. And we don't have enough consumers to make up that amount that they inflated because we're not all rich like Jerome Powell. Um, but yeah, so I don't think um, we're going to get an easy way out of this. And I don't think we're going to get a uh, safe landing. I think it's going to be bumpy and dangerous along the way. And ultimately, we're going to crash and burn before we excel again as a nation. And the same thing with other nations as well. And um, yeah, I, I think we're going to go through a de-dollarization process. We're going to crash the dollar. Uh, people are going to be in not just a recession, but a Great Depression um, because they're going to realize that the things around them for a loaf of bread is $8 and to fill up your tank at that point is 10 to $15 a gallon. Uh, you know, people are going to be panicking. We're going to have a, a Great Depression scenario like the 30s, I truly believe, if not even greater than what it was back then, just because this has been art all artificially done by the ones in charge. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, those are the types of people that uh, the United States had voted in at the time. Um, and now we just kind of have to go through this process. And I know it's going to be painful, and it's going to be hard for most people. Um, but that's just simply it. Government is generally always for banks, not the people. That's just something that in history you have to learn and you have to open your eyes and see. No one else can really tell you that but yourself. Um, but unfortunately, we have a lot of people asleep at the wheel and a lot of people are just focusing too much uh, attention on political problems rather than their own fiscal problems in their own life. And this is why it's getting them off track. And this is why you have to just be attentive, ladies and gentlemen. You need to listen to podcasts like mine. You need to listen to uh, some of the billionaires and millionaires out there telling you, don't invest in 401ks, invest in something that actually grows you long-term wealth. 
don't you know spread uh yourself thin and spend everything with a credit card have cash reserves buy a little gold and silver in case we go into calamity with our dollar buy real estate if you can afford it buy some cryptos at the bottom don't buy it at the top these types of uh uh, conversations need to be had and they need to be listened to. But everybody is hearing but not listening. There's a big difference with that. And I myself have struggled with that. And I've had to try to learn and gain momentum on that to actually listen to what people are saying rather than what I'm hearing. Banks run the world just like there's 150 other people who run the world. The only hope is in yourself and actually trying to uh, gain financial freedom over your own life, right? And the traditional way that we think is going to school, getting a good job and getting a paycheck and, you know, you know, making a salary. And clearly that structural model has failed dramatically. And this is why people are trying to fight for these wages. I think that ultimately you're going to see everything that we know today collapse. Um, there's some analysts uh, out there, specifically one that I know, which I won't really mention his name. But um, he's pretty reputable for the most part from what I gather. But he's claiming that the overall market crash is going to be about 86 to like 90% of a market crash, which is actually as a whole bigger than the crash of 08, which was about a 55% collapse just in the real estate market. But overall, with stocks attached to that, it was about 55%. So you're looking at another like 30 to 40% uh further dip than what we had in 08. So you can only imagine it's going, going to be pretty, pretty bad. Um, but I think at that point, once we go through that whole really excruciating, you know, excruciating process, which in that process, what does it look like? Well, it looks like people losing jobs, um, people committing suicide. Um, it looks like there's scarcity on food. Uh, there's going to be probably temporary bartering systems that go on. This is hence why you should at least have some silver and some gold. And maybe even, I mean, if you have cash on on hand, that's great. But that's really going to be, I think, worthless because of the depegging of the valuation on it, potentially. Um, but yeah, I, I, I personally think that uh, there's going to be a lot of that. And some people would say, well, we've had the dollar for so long. We've been through so many crashes. It, it can't, the dollar will stay. And I've heard like Grant Cardone and people like this talk like this, but they're full of shit. I'm sorry. They don't know anything about history. They should know that every two to 300 years, empires collapse. And we're right at that mark of America collapsing on its head, just like a few other nations out there that are going to probably collapse as well during this. It's not just going to be us, but America is probably the number one nation that will collapse and will fail because the government failed its people. That's just simply how it is. Empires collapse and uh, currency de-dollarizes and we go into uh, revolution. And that's what I think is coming. I'm not the only one who thinks that. Uh, fact check me, look up Robert Kawasaki, that we are going to go in revolution to buy Bitcoin, bullets, and uh, you know, and, and gold and silver. He'll tell you that. I don't agree with everything he says, but I think on that he's not missing the mark. I think he's he's dead on with that. So, and, and I'm sure there's other people who feel the same way. So it's probably not just him, but that is what we are going into, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you like it or not, that is what is taking place. We are replacing the fiat system. We are going to a central bank digital currency. Uh, we are getting out of the phys uh, physical dollar because it is de-dollarizing by the day. 
Uh, and that is ultimately what we're going to do. The Fed um, has oh, even raising these interest rates. They're hoping that and praying that this is going to solve it, but it's not. And it's only going to further further uh, you know, divide the middle class from the super wealthy. And this is exactly what they want. This is what they want. And they, this is what they wanted from the start and what they're going to get in the finish. And ultimately in that finish, it looks like central bank, digital currencies, everybody being centrally controlled by banks and institutions and, um, not having sovereignty over your wealth, which is exactly what crypto is the opposite of and exactly why they hate crypto with a passion. But there's going to be a certain amount of cryptos out there that actually uh, are used in a centralized fashion. And anybody who invests in them now, I particularly, in my opinion, um, agree to this, will become most likely pretty wealthy, well off in the future. I'm not talking about you being a billionaire, but you might make a few million. All right. And that's why I think it's imperative that we have this conversation about XRP, because I truly believe that XRP will be at the head of this. And this is why most Bitcoin maxis, Ethereum maxis, um, altcoin maxis out there hate XRP with a passion so much, because it is, in a sense, in a way, the structure around it is centralized. The project itself, the coin is decentralized, but the uh, founders who created it are centralized right? And most people, they, they hate that because they're like, well, dude, we don't want uh, coins or we don't want projects that are centered around central banks and oligarchs of, you know, major industries um, that monopolize the space. That's why we created crypto to get out of that. And I'm here to tell you this, you can believe what you want. Um, you can continue to invest in Bitcoin, Ethereum, any other altcoins that you believe have long-term growth, because I don't think all of them will go to the wayside. I think they'll maybe be maybe at the most five to 10 that actually last, but the other 19 something thousand, 20,000 of them will all vanish and just, you know, we're not going to use them. If you buy them, you'll probably just not make any money. That's simply what it'll go to. And then the Fed will step in and just regulate, and that'll set the precedent for all the other countries that have crypto assets uh, in their countries, I think. They'll just, another government will just copy and paste our ideas and put it over in theirs, in their country. Um, so that's what I think will go on. But I think that XRP, and this is where it kind of plays in, I believe XRP is going to play in um, a big role in the central uh, digital, central bank digital currency rollout. And the reason being is um, I believe that XRP will be the main ledger that the central bank digital currency that the United States will issue will be held on. So what, what do I mean by that? Well, most people that I've heard of or, or talked to or um, listened to, they've pretty much like said, oh yeah, XRP is the central bank digital currency. I fucking hate it and this and that. And they'll give their whole logical explanation for it that probably isn't even so logical. Um, but XRP uh, as a whole, I don't believe was designed uh, to be, I, I don't think it was designed to be a stable coin and I don't believe it's designed to be um, a central bank digital currency. I believe it's a payment remittance system similar to SWIFT. That's what I think XRP will be. And what I think a stable coin could be is maybe like Stellar Lumens that's in the IOTA, or I'm sorry, not the IOTA, the uh, IMF and uh, uh, the ISO uh, 200 02 compliant 
banking system, I, I think that those cryptos, so there's five of them. So there's XRP, XLM, which is Stellar Lumens, XDC, uh, and then there is Algorand and IOTA. So those five alone are ISO compliant um, with global banks across the world, with the financial systems that we use through SWIFT across the world, right? So I believe that all those cryptos uh, will be tied into the central banks that everyday common people use, like Bank of America, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and et cetera. Those types of um, banking institutions that everyday users use, XRP and some of those other coins will be integrated in with those banking systems, right? And I think that the Federal Reserve, there's two things with, with them. They're either going to have XRP as a main ledger to use when they print their central bank digital currencies and then distribute out through the XRP ledger to the banks that the that a lot of the banks are going to be uh, branched and connected to, right? So I think that XRP is kind of an intermediary, right? It's an intermediary between a bank and the Federal Reserve, and I believe it's going to be used through distribution of the central bank digital currencies that the United States government will print and then distribute. And I think that um, most likely this CBDC, uh, it will be the reserve currency of the world, just like we have today with our regular fiat paper money. That's what I, I believe potentially could take place. Now, I could be wrong. There could be a little twist and turn around along the way. Or I could be a, a 360 degrees wrong. Um, but I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't believe that um, the United States, given its history, uh, will completely collapse. It's like it'll collapse its fiat dollar. But I believe that the whole earth will literally the whole world will transition into a new system to where the paper money basically is nothing. And we're, we're basically going to global it just like the World Economic Forum talks about. It's literally a global reset of the financial system, which we've never, ever had in global history in the history of this earth, the billions of years that we've been on this planet. We've never had a complete financial reset of our systems, meaning we all start at zero, meaning there's no debt in any country, but then it'll start again, right? Until another two to 300 years from now. So that's what I think is ultimately going to happen. There's going to be an actual reset button that resets all of the global debts to zero. Everybody basically, because everybody in unison together is going to collapse altogether. I don't personally believe that like China or Russia is going to be able to outdo us or there's this whole uh, war on, well, who's going to be the next superpower and this and that. I actually don't believe in all that because even back in um, the 80s, I believe at that time they were saying Japan after World War II was going to be the dominant nation. They were producing a lot of product and this and that. And then they fell out flat on their faces um, and they were in a recession for like 20 years. So I think that's probably most likely going to happen to China too, especially with their Evergrande that collapsed. They have good means of production. Don't get me wrong. They have good ways in which, you know, they're able to sell their products to the consumer nations like the United States. Um, but again, what happens when the United States goes into hyperinflation and we can't buy any more products from China? Well, China loses a big nation that provides a lot of their revenue. Not only that, but there's a lot of, um, let's just put it like this in, in layman's terms, real simple terms. 
there's a lot of, uh, you know, a liquidity trade-off going on between our nation state and theirs and exchanging loans and funds through banks that both of our nations cannot ultimately pay back. We've borrowed more than we can actually pay back the bank. And that's why I think banks, nation states, governments will step in and create a global reset of these uh, systems. And that will all kind of center around the World Economic Forum and their global agenda by 2030, which is to basically provide everybody with universal basic income, uh, better benefits, better health care, better this and better that. It's almost like a, a huge monopoly, but yet they're going to take care of you. And I believe that those five coins I mentioned earlier, like XRP, I, IOTA, XDC, these types are going to be in, they're basically going to be uh, surrounded with these globalist agendas of having a CBDC. Um, XRP will work side by side with the uh, CBDC, but it will. I don't believe it will be solely the CBDC. I, I don't believe that. Um, I believe that uh, because if that was the case, then the government would basically have to buy out XRP as a company, and then all of the the company would have to sell its rights to the government at that point, and that would be that. And I just don't think that they're going to do that. I think XRP. I think we're still going to have capitalism, by the way, too. I don't think that that's going to go away. Um, but I think the capitalism that we know now is going to be a lot less harder to achieve in the future just because the global elites um, are now really trying to control more and more of what people do in their lives with their wealth, especially, um, and how they uh, you know, gain passive income. And this is why I think it's crucial during this crash. I think this is the last crash for the retail investor or for the smaller fish in the pond um, to get in with the big fish. And if you hit these cryptos right, uh, like we did in the dot-com boom in 2000, you know, if you got in on Amazon, uh, eBay, uh, Yahoo, uh, what, what's another one? Microsoft, Apple. If you got in on these stocks back then and the ments of the other thousands of stocks that there were in tech stocks, and you pick those, you won. And the same thing is going to happen now, ladies and gentlemen. The same thing is going to happen with cryptos. And that's why it's imperative um, that you look at your portfolio and say, well, what cryptos are going to be here long term in the future? And what's the user case? And you know what centralized authorities are most likely going to dump billions of dollars into it after regulation is complete? And I believe that a lot of those are going to be the ISO 2002 to, uh, tokens or coins. Uh, the XRPs of the world, IOTAs, XDCs, Algorands, all of these, uh, I believe, are going to be you know, compliant and um, utilized throughout governments across the nation or the nations and this nation in the United States. And I believe the big influencer of this is the World Economic Forum. I believe it's going to play a big role in this new transition, transitionary period. And I would love for you guys to profit on this and get in again, not financial advice. This is totally my opinion. You know, don't listen to anything I say <laughs> disclaimer, but what I'm saying is, is I think it gives you the idea of what I'm trying to display to you that if you're in the crypto space or if you're just brand new to it, um, you should be researching and looking at these coins uh, that I had mentioned and saying, okay, this makes sense. Um, you should be 
even though you may, I disagree with the World Economic Forum, I disagree with all this control, but they own the capital, they own everything. I cannot overpower them based on my net worth. All I can do is follow the money. But if you put your bullshit and differences aside and you just see where the money is being tracked and followed right now and where the institutions are adopting and um, putting it on their balance sheet silently while you're silently while you're fighting and bickering about which crypto is going to win in the end and the SEC lawsuit that's actually a distraction so that the average person doesn't buy XRP you'll know that these are the 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 steps that they are taking to fulfill their uh, obligations to themselves and their um, corporate and elitist, you know, snobby ass people. Uh, this is a fulfillment of their role in this new system, right? And you're either going to be on that train or you're going to miss it. It is one or the other, ladies and gentlemen. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to buy in to some of these cryptos right now that are going to be here for the long term. I also believe Cardano is going to be here for the long term. Um, Avalanche, potentially. Dogecoin, I actually think there's going to be upside. Everybody talks shit on Dogecoin, but maybe it's because they don't know that uh, Litecoin is valuable and Litecoin's a fork of Dogecoin. Uh, the same of Bitcoin being a fork to Litecoin. You know, I think those types of cryptos are going to be here potentially long term and they're going to have some user case uh, basis. But of course, people out there don't believe that. They believe Doge is just a piece of shit coin. Um, I don't believe so. I believe there will be user case, and I, I have a few reasons why, but I won't get into them here. But again, um, there's only going to be a select amount of, of coins out there for everybody. Uh, and those five that I mentioned are really, you should be highlighting them and writing them down, as I, I tell you, and studying them on a daily. You know, I'm continuing to study them. I already read two books on Ripple, and I, I feel more convicted than I was of Bitcoin. And don't get me wrong, I think Bitcoin and even Ethereum are great coins. But again, uh, are they going to be able to hold value in the next 10, 20, 30 years? You know, just because Michael Saylor says it doesn't mean that it's going to come true. Last little thing, though, that I want to kind of um, tie in with what I just said about just because Michael Saylor something says something doesn't mean that it's going to last. I can't tell you how many times I've gone on YouTube as a platform or Rumble or some type of podcast or some type of information or article that I've read where they have got it so wrong. And especially on the internet with YouTube, I would say all these influencers, all these crypto people, even including that uh, BitBoy Crypto, Fatboy Crypto, I, you know, he's even gotten so much wrong all the time. Like I would say, 80 to 90% of these bullshit uh, influencers and YouTubers on YouTube that are constantly giving out price calls and price action and when you should short the market and long the market, um, when, <laughs> when you should have an exit strategy of a particular crypto. So many of them get it so wrong all the time. They believe Cardano uh, is going to only top out at 20 to you know maybe $50 long term. They have no fucking idea what's going to happen with Cardano supply. The same thing with XRP. They think XRP could only go to $10, $20 cuz of its circulating supply. Uh no, not necessarily. Not if uh, the 100 billion is issued issue to all the banks, businesses, um all the institutions and especially the venture capitalists that dump money in here. No, they can make that 48 or 100 billion dollars or not billion dollars, 100 billion coins disappear overnight if they wanted to. 
And I believe that that's going to happen. They can make Bitcoin look <laughs> look like it's inflated compared to what they can do with XRP. Are you kidding? XRP will probably be one of the scarcest assets, in my opinion, of looking at it in the future, I believe. And we'll come back in 10 years if I'm still around and we'll, uh, and we'll talk about this and hopefully my prediction would be right on it. Um, because I believe XRP is the future along with those other coins, but I just want to tell you 80 to 90% of these bullshit influencers get the, the, get it wrong. They said Bitcoin could never, uh, go below 28 to 30,000. I saw so many people back in January, February of this year talking about Bitcoin the lowest it'll go is 28k and now today uh, i saw on the low uh, we had 17,567 so basically 175 on the low and they were telling you oh yeah no bitcoin won't go below 28,000 wrong 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 and that's why all you guys that are on youtube looking at these guys with crypto keep in mind that they're probably getting it wrong right when they're telling you their technical analysis or whatever the case may be so what is the purpose of me telling you guys this? On this show, we try to tell you guys the facts and the information as it comes along and as I experience it and then share back with you guys. You know, I try to put news articles in the, the show notes for you guys to look at to give you the evidence of what I'm finding so you guys don't just take my word for it that it's there for proof. Are these fucking YouTubers showing you these, these, these articles and, and these facts and this and that? I don't think so. They're just telling you a bunch of you know, fairy tale stories that, oh yeah, the, the price can never go below 28,000 with Bitcoin. It'll never bottom at that. Even though every four year cycle we've had, we've had 85% nosedives on Bitcoin because that's just its design. And we've always had, you know, uh, blow off tops. So I just want to end that, end this with that is that don't listen to everything you hear and please have a conscious and sound mind when you're assessing which cryptos you want to buy into. And with that, we are going to end this podcast tonight. I hope you guys have a great week. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.